then we're going to do the first hip hop install. I've been wanting to do a hip hop install. Man. Here we go. Here we go. Perfect time. I love this. To ride around Blitty. Damn, he's still poking it while he doing the red man. All right. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, I bet you are. Huh? Where the McDonald's at? Huh? Only the known is not Since we're doing a hip hop version, it's your boy Jay, formerly known as MSG Mass Spider Genocide. Yeah, look me up on the details after this. Yeah, I can tell you about that. Formerly of the group Psycho Entities. Yeah. Details after this, if you want to know. Take it away, Ed. I just learned something new about Jay. I guess if we're going to do hip-hop, I got to go with the old Optimus Rhyme moniker. Optimus Rhyme, out of the dungeon. Transform rollout. What's up? Boba Fresh, Loki, coming to you. Check it out. Indigenous intelligence. Um, welcome. This is going to be a new installment of Good to Geek Out, where we get... Hip hop heads who like comics, they like hip hop, they like each other, and we get together and we talk about shit. Today, in honor of 420, we are going to start the show with motherfucking Red Man. Yeah, it was, it was weird. I played uh, Muddy Waters for Red Man, I mean, for, for Jen, and then um, uh, I want to say Dare's the Dark Side afterwards, but. I didn't realize it was the same day that was his birthday was a couple days ago. And then I saw his uh, 16 bars or whatever the hell that shit is after. 80, his 80 uh, bars? 80 bars, yeah. He's very, very underrated. Yeah, he I is. Think, I don't see how still at this on what, on, He's still on putting standard? music out. Like, how, how could he not be, like, hit? On what standard? Who do you think, like, do you think he's underrated, like, on a pop level? Like, he should have sold more? Yeah. Yeah, 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 Red man. Yeah, he never. Now, mind you, I uh, love, I love Red Man. Fucking, I mean, but I mean, y'all know who Def Squad is. Y'all know who Def Squad is. I mean, come on, he's been putting out records. Well, you know, you, you teamed up with Keith Murray, and he can put out hits. Uh, what's it called? That uh, song he did with K Solo, man. Like, uh, the my, my brother. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. they make bangers. EPMD makes bangers. Yeah, for but sure. Red EPMD, <laughs> they've been making bangers. Like, come on, was it Parish? Oh, Eric Sermon, Eric and Parish, making I dollars. Forgot. Yeah, yeah makes dollars. dollars. Yeah, Eric and Parish makes dollars. Yeah, making dollars. The E double V, fame. Uh, one of the sickest Bowie samples ever. Uh, That's why. But yeah, now I'll say that was it Method Man? Did Method Man sabotage Red Band's pop career? I think they know not really fucked each other up a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah, what they were up, that's what we that's what yeah, we they were up each other. That's what we see, but we see Method Man still getting acting roles. How high? How high? they well, were both well, equally good in how high. He's a little more marketable than Red Man is. Redman's a family man. He never really puts that out there. 
that's like his own doing. He'd rather be the funk Dr. Spock red man still, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's so like a, he's like a big family man. I, I feel like people design. I feel like people didn't really get into Red Man until he teamed up with Method Man. I mean, me, I'm a hip hop head. Like I knew who Red Man was from the beginning, but oh, what the on, hell? A level, oh. on a pop level, people didn't really try. People didn't really get into Method Man. I mean, Red Man until he started doing stuff with with Method Man. Like, I remember movie. my Korean girlfriend at the time was like, "Yeah, I don't know what he's saying right there." Murudo, murudo, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, I don't think he's really saying. I anything. asked, uh, I asked some Korean girl later in life to translate it for me, and she's like, "That's not Korean." <laughs> he's not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Lady Rainicorn from fucking uh, Adventure Time is saying shit in Korean, just as a contrast. Yeah, it is a contrast. Yeah. Redman was being hella racist with all that fake ass, <laughs> fake ass Korean. <laughs> that yeah. That yeah, I guess that was his way of making fun. But... For sure. Isn't um, he half Asian? Huh? Isn't Redman half Asian? Is he? I'm not bullshit. I'm pretty sure his like mom is Asian. It's possible. Is he? Look it up right now. Think he is. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if uh, no one else jumps on, we just put it off Red for tomorrow. Man's grandmother is Korean. <laughs> that doesn't make it better. That doesn't make it better. And uh, and him and Tame One share the same grandma. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, happy birthday, Ed, to Redman! By the way, happy birthday, Redman! Redman. Uh, Ed had sent me a most recent track that Redman had released on his birthday, 80 Bars, where he really goes in on some old school style. It kind of felt like uh, like the like, you know, the biggies um, dreams of an R&B bitch where he's just like making like direct references like nothing is subtle like he's like using pop culture to make all of his punchlines and a one two like it just in such a fast digestible way that it's just simply like it just it just kicks you in the balls it's 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 amazing ed what'd you think about it it's classic red man that's it it's very from beginning to end it's, and the beat changes up a lot his flow changes it goes it, it shouldn't work it's almost like that uh i don't know if anyone's heard that buster rhymes uh song off the last album where he samples um they'll be devote poison and there's like it's just a constant hook it's never a beat and then when the beat comes in, it's just like really fast. But since Busta Rhymes can do so many different types of styles, he just kind of flows with it and it works. And, and this song is definitely, you're not going to dance to it. I will, I will say Muddy Waters is probably one of the top three albums of my life. Yeah. I can hear it whenever I want. It never gets old. It never changes to me. It's always. Just I would a, probably say Dare is a Dark Side is for I, me. I feel like that too, but it's just less... Uh, it's more personal that one, and I think the other one is more like something I could play around other people and they'll appreciate it. There's a dark side. I feel like certain people don't get it as much as we do. Yeah, I get Money Waters, but Money oh, Waters, but everyone's like, oh, oh, I like. There's something on there for everyone. I think kind of a little more well-rounded. It's it's it's, it's much more well. I don't want to say well-produced. Like I mean, you know, the first two are bangers, but Muddy Waters is produced to be marketed. 
I guess. Yeah. Is, is yeah. I'll say this. Like, I like Flipmo versus Death Squad for it, you know, on Death Squad. Because Redman, you know, he was one of the guys, he was one of the first guys, you know, under under Eric Sermon. I mean, I ain't got to tell you guys, you know, you guys know about the whole, you know, hit squad, you know, breakup with the whole, you know, K-Solo thing like that. You know, so, you know, I first, you know, I first started hearing Red Man on Death Squad, listening to early stuff. And, and you, to be honest with you, Death Squad was underrated. I feel if they would have had more of a pop culture, they could have, they could have went somewhere. They they could have been as big as Flip Mode, but, you know, Death Squad was just underrated, you know. I mean, with Eric Sermon, uh, Molly, uh, Jamal, Molly G. Uh, uh, I mean, they had DOS Effects. DOS Effects was big at the time. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, and that was their step up. Like I remember seeing a doc in one of the documentaries, like Redman was talking about how, you know, they're supposed to be a tear up. Like every like it was supposed to be DOS Effects, and then you know, like the K Solo, and then the Redman, and like Redman was like, I was supposed to be next on deck, and then everything just dissolved and went the other way. Like he was like, I was supposed to like get my tour. So I think that you are right that EPMD got underrated on a pop level, but all the hip hop heads, and back then there was just hip hop heads basically, uh-huh. and people who listened to rap on the radio, but everyone else was a hip hop head. If you knew the Steve Martin, you you were a hip hop head. And I mean, I'm more of an underground. I mean, I'm more of an underground hip hop head. I like I like listening to mixtapes. Like I'll, I'll listen to that stuff. Like whatever ain't mainstream, I'll listen to it. And see, when I was in school, not too many people was on Death Squad. I was, you know, but not too many people was on that. They were into Dots FX, but I was listening to, you know, Keith Murray. You know, like I said, Keith Murray, Maji. I mean, you can't talk to many people about the Hit Squad. You two know, which is cool, especially you, Rob. You know, so I'm like, all right, you know what? I can't actually talk to people know about the Hit Squad. You know, the breakup. Stuff like that. Hey, did did you but, know that? Do you know that when they found uh, Keith Murray that he was in college, and that's why a lot of his rhymes are written like they're out of a fucking college textbook, is because he was like in college at the time writing his rhymes and just seeing big words. That's what makes. See, that's what makes his. That's what makes his rhymes. That's I like Keith Murray too. Keith Murray's one of my favorites. That's what makes his rhymes so. Uh, you know, how you put it? You know. Um, I'm looking for that word. Vocabulary. Vocabulary. He reminds me of my my own favorite rapper, uh, Canna- Cannabis. You know, Cannabis. Oh, Canna- cannabis definitely has a. You know, that's my favorite rapper. Okay. I want. Let me. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to get into Keith Murray, but I want to talk about the cannabis thing for one second. Oh so, God! What you got no, to say about my boy now, man? That's my boy. Oh right no, man. because you're gonna appreciate this because this is something that I realized one day when I was high listening to it. So on second mm-hmm. round knockout, when Mike Tyson comes in, okay, and he's like, "Your name's the cannabis, so you gotta eat, eat, eat MCs." Yeah. Mike Tyson thinks that his name is Cannibal. <laughs> Listen to the rest of everything. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. No. No. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, thought, I, I thought he thought that he said it because he was high and he had the munchies or something. That's what I thought too. Then I was like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure he thinks that this guy's rap name means cannibal. I eat humans. Maybe, well, listen, maybe he said that as a variation. Maybe he knew it was cannabis and he just mm. thought he was a cannibal. Like, you know, <laughs> eat, eat, eat MCs, you know? So. <laughs> I ain't making fun of you, Mike. Don't, don't get at me. I'm just saying, I think that that might've been what, been what happened. 
but I'll say that I don't think that cannabis did very much for himself to to try to get his career back on track. He has twelve albums. He has twelve albums and his own company. But to get his pop career back on, he likes he likes to stay underground. And uh, you know, and again to get back to our original conversation of Red Band, one of the reasons I think that they don't pop is that they they want the cipher. You know, like they're, they know that there's enough money in selling to heads in the cypher. You can sell a million, million records streaming to, to cats in Japan and, and, and make your money as opposed to do any of that sellout. So when you do have your MERS start to get big and, you know, like, you know, like, you know props to living legends and anyone selling tapes out of the trunk and, and now, now big. You're right. Um, as an example, uh, you can sell mixtapes and make enough money from the underground from other people as you would make signing money with Interscope. Example, not trying to get off the subject, but um, the game, when he was under Shady Aftermath and 50 Cent held his career hostage, you know, he was like, oh, I'm the boss. I'll cut off your recording budget and all that stuff. The game put out you know, was it one, one, um, um, 800 bars, 1,000 bars, and he sold mixtapes, bagging on 50 Cent, and he made up that money to get out of his contract. He bought his own contract out. So, yeah, he can do that. Getting back to Redman, Redman, the thing with him is that, yeah, he joined a dope squad and death squad, but he didn't really come out pop until he started teaming up with Method Man from the Wu-Tang. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I definitely agree, and I think that his first—I will say—all right, this is like the most esoteric comparison, but this is the, the perfect crowd to make it with. It reminded me when Method Man and Red Man came out with "How High." It reminded me of Marvel uh, Earth X when. T'Challa and Storm are married for the first time because back then like it was not canon at all like people like oh you open the story and you're like wow like that's cool like Storm moved back and then and and and, and of course she would marry T'Challa like and then it became slowly canon because it was so popular after that and I feel that Method Man Red Man followed that th- same thing where it was just like at first, just like this special thing where you're just like, oh, like, look at these cameos together. It's so perfect. And then it became this pop culture thing. And, and like, you know, Rockwell, you know, they, they got jams, they've got bangers, but I don't feel that they do anything together better than they do separate. Yeah. I, I will say that I agree with the comparison. Now that you put it like that, because Storm is obviously one of the famed members of the X-Men and T'Challa being Black Panther. You know, you got to look at it like that because even though, what is it, uh, wait, RZA, RZA is the leader of the Wu-Tang, right? So, you know. Jizza the forms popular, the head. Technically, Jizza forms the head. Jizza, okay. So <laughs> even though it was the leader, the most popular member, even though there was a lot of popular members, I mean, me, my favorite was ODB for various reasons. But anyway, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Um, the ba- most favorite member, pop member, everybody was talking about Method Man. 
everybody was talking about Method Man and when I was in high school, everybody wanted to be on Method Man. And the Death Squad, even though, you know, yeah, you got Eric Sermon back then, he formed it from his squad, but everybody liked Red Man. So it's like when you put the two in a union together, it's like Method Man and Red Man. See, some people thought that Red Man was part of like the Wu Tang with Method. I was like, no, that's not it. Red Man's yeah. the Death Squad. It's the correct people. So it's just like when you have an un, unholy union between those two, it's like, wow, what they can do together. And people thought that Method Man was leaving the Wu Tang, and it's like, ah, uh, he didn't, but he just wanted to go do individual projects. So yeah, and I've always thought I like it would have been interesting. Like, what if, what if EPMD didn't find Red Man and Wu Tang did instead? Like, what if Red Man was their Capadonna, like their like up and coming, oh. right? Like that would have been an insane roster. Because let's be honest, Capadonna is better than you got. <laughs> oh God, like, you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got never really came out like like he tried to, but it it didn't work out for him. I you think who I didn't give props to was Master Killer, um, until I saw Wu live and I focused on him because there's just so so many niggas on stage. Let's be real, right? Like like there's a lot of shit to watch, and. Uh, and I didn't, no one was more excited. No one was like more passionate and like, like on it. And it's like, uh, it's like when you see a basketball player who loves the game more than they have talent, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like Rudy or some shit, you know, like, he's just like, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to hurt myself out here. I love this shit so much, <laughs> but you're playing with NBA all-stars and like, you know, like you're collegiate. You can play, but you're collegiate. Yeah. Is that what you felt you got was? Oh man, I don't I I think you got I think you got was their high yellow pretty boy fallback if method didn't work. <laughs> yeah, he was younger, yeah. He don't look so much now. Yeah. Uh, like, like I felt like the all star team. You got best song is with uh, Ghostface. Like, you know, like he yeah. doesn't even have his own best song. No, he don't. But that's why you, the all-star team of the Wu-Tang was really Method Man, Ghostface, Killer, and ODB. Oh, what? How are you going to say Ghostface without Raekwon? The two are oh, the yeah, Raekwon the Chef. Oh, yeah, yo, okay, yeah. Yeah, Raekwon the Chef. If you had four, if you had the four best on there, yeah, Raekwon the Chef, ODB, Ghostface, Killer, my bad, Tony Starks. You know, and I had and Johnny Blaze. So, did, he, did either of you watch the Meth and Red TV show? Uh, I watched one. I watched the first episode. They had TVs like inside their drawers and in their refrigerator. It was ridiculous. Uh, I watched it. At the same time, they they had that speed stick deal, and they're doing like deodorant commercials. <laughs> yes. YouTube. Hey, let me ask you a question. So, nice let me get What's up? What if Red Man? What if Method Man didn't join the Wu Tang Clan, and he got just discovered with with Red Man? What if, what if, what if, what if Red Man didn't join Death Squad, and they would have just teamed up? You think they would have went further than what they did back that's then? A, that's a very different hip hop history, man. You're you're like changing the timeline right there. You're changing two major things on the East Coast. That is, that's a big fabric change. But I will say what I will, I, with the argument being, 
would would red and meth have been better as a solo as a as a duo from the start as opposed to being a part of either of those either groups is yes i would say i don't know i, I mean their catalogs are so good independently i think i think that they would have made better albums i think that they would have actually like made better produced and really pushed each other because they would have been in the studio together and like not only do they vibe on like the same style like there is that one upmanship that never looks or down or condescends on the other one you know like they're literally like you know how high just like like they up themselves on like how can i have the more more fun than you like how can i have more fun than you and uh which just goes along with that how high deep, which almost just never crescendos. It just, I don't know, so how that I can get this guy. No, that, that was, I mean, that movie basically, I mean, it kind of like, it kind of like emancipated all their team up, all, all their team up raps that they did. Seeing, I mean, hearing them collaborate on a record or a song is one thing. But when they're actually in a movie and you can see it's like, dang, these guys got like perfect chemistry. Yeah. I'm like, it makes you think they should have came out as a damn duo. That's why I asked that question. Because I was like, what if, what if they came out as a duo first? You know, yeah, no. um, yeah. I think, I think, I think they would have been more popular. Like, I mean, I guess like to get to cut to that chase, I think they would have been able to sell. Like, I think that they really would have been able to market. Red is just weird enough looking, but but handsome enough. And Method has just got that annoying pretty boy at the back of the class look. That you just, you know, I, I um, think they've been popular too. All right, to end it off, uh, what, what's, your, what's your favorite Red Man song? I'll definitely say uh, Funkarama. I would say Superman Lover One, the the first one with the Johnny Guitar Watson and just it's perfect. I think it's comical. It's it's it just kind of encapsulated. Him. Although Superman Lover Two, he goes super geeky and comic wow, uh, book references. Exactly, Fantastic Four live next door. Okay, um, Muddy Waters. Your favorite song or album? Uh, what an album! I don't really have a favorite song of his. All his songs I liked was was like they were team ups. I'm, and, and, and I'm not bagging. I'm not bagging on him individually. Like you know, individually he's he, he's good. It's just all his songs are so good. It's hard to pick a favorite. That's how good he is. Pick pick one off of Muddy Waters. Do it. What's your favorite song on Muddy Waters? Can't pick one. They're all good. I can't. Like <laughs> they're all good. Like, People at home are gonna think that you just don't know the names of the album songs in the album. I'm gonna make sure. If you think that Jay doesn't actually know any muddy water album songs, put it in the <laughs> comments below. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm like, come on, come on, seriously. Um, you can tell me this. <laughs> I put him on the spot. Yeah, I had to look it up. <laughs> Get down. No, I didn't look up anything. I'm right here. But no, it's not even that. It's just, they're all good. It's not even that. They're just all good to me. I mean, come on. 
been listening to this dude since Death Squad. So it's just like, yeah, you know. Uh, interesting side note, Eduardo, uh, uh, our homeboy. Uh, well, you actually would know Phil Barassa. Uh, Phil Barassa uh, got his first tag name from the Red Man first album, Action. Time for some action, aka I O N. I was just texting him earlier. I'm gonna, how do you spell it? A K S I O N, Action. A K S I O N. Wow. Okay, yeah, that is action. Yeah, okay. All right. That's how uh, Red Man spells in the first album. That, that's... Beautiful. Time for some time for some action. Time, time for oh. some action. All right. Uh, okay. This is Dr. Trevor signing off. You have been asleep. Wake up, Red Man. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up.